I played in the car on our way home from somewhere the other day. From somewhere. On Sunday. On Sunday. Uh-huh. I put on Diana Ross. Oh. Did it make you think of Sundays as the Eagle? This is the Eagle on Sunday. We're doing Sunday Funday. Test, test, test. Hello? <laughs> Sound good? Yep. Okay. Just double check. Better because we're already here. I love hey, girl. <laughs> Well, now they get to hear our uh, mic checks. We just have to make sure that our cackles are not uh, destroyed. Loud. <laughs> yeah, destroying y'all's ears. Uh, going from us talking like, okay, when then this person just died, and he's like, <laughs> and then they were a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. We we can't have any of that. Why does my computer look like it's already almost low on battery? Did you not bring your charger? No, I never bring my charger because I always it it was charged before I got here. So I don't know if it's like running some program. This is like no, I'm not having it. So while we're kikiing, I'm gonna have that off. Do you need to send it to me in case? Maybe. <laughs> here, I'll turn it on back on. Make it you know just real fast, just, just like a casual. Just pop. Just gonna pop on real fast. Or send okay. it to your phone. Ooh. Also a valid point. Send it to myself. Wait, was it right? Sometimes I can't remember my password. Especially because it's, it's uh My Little Pony. My little pony. My Oh my god, remember Bratz dolls? Yeah. Oh my god. Someone sent me something that was like the, you know, early twenties uh, early uh, early two thousand starter pack and Bratz dolls was there on there and I was like Oh god, I was so gay. <laughs> I never wanted a Bratz doll. I was just like what, what was their theme song? It was like, I don't know. Girls with a passion for fashion. Brats. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I Yeah, I don't know. I was I, like, those girls, they sure have a passion for fashion. I don't think I ever wanted one. I don't. I was like, they're cool, but I'll stick with Barbies. Thank you very that's much. That's what it was. I enjoyed my Barbies enough that I didn't need a Bratz doll. I was like, so. I don't need what Kylie Jenner will become. Before we knew what a Kylie Jenner was. Especially since she's fucking younger than us. She didn't even exist when we were looking at Bratz dolls. She was alive. (laughs) That was just a statement. She was alive. She wasn't. She drove me. (laughs) She drove me here. I think Bratz dolls might be the same uh, era as the first Keeping Up with the Kardashians, maybe? Perhaps? Keeping oh, up with Kardashians is what thirteen like, years? Late two thousand nine or late two thousands. It was after Kim had her um, sex, sex video. video. Oh, Kim, I hope you get help, <laughs> especially now that you're <laughs> married to Kanye. Oh my God, Bratz dolls are discontinued. They are. Ah, in twenty sixteen. What a world! We can't live in a world without Bratz dolls. Oh, they'd be back in twenty eighteen. Oh, thank God. This information is a bit dated. I was going to say, uh, 2018 was two years ago, honey. Well, First, I th- it was two years ago, but officially like 47 years ago, so. Yes. <laughs> you know. They originally were released in 2001. Their names were Yasmin, Chloe, Jade, and Sasha. Chloe! I remember her. But it's spelled C-L-O-E. Oh. No, I don't remember her. C- Chloe. Chloe. <laughs> Clo- <laughs> I'll have one clo, please. I like to shop the Klarna. <laughs> the girls with the passion for fashion. Brats. Oh, man. Oh, and then the 2013-2014 the uh, slogan was, Unleash your passion. And then the 2015-2017 slogan was, It's good to be a Bratz. Okay, but by that point, 
I was not paying attention to the brat doll, Bratz dolls anymore. So, oh, and there's baby brats, brats kids. I remember those because that didn't they make a TV show out of them? Oh, I, I think remember. I'm pretty certain they did. A subset of the brats line in which all the dolls are babies. That's <laughs> all the dolls are babies, but I think they still look like they're painted drag queens. Probably. I think that's what got me into drag queens, honestly. Bratz. Oh, yes, honestly, it was a truly. Movie. Bratz babies, the movie. Told you. Why do I remember that? The twin Bratz babies, Nita and Nora, get ready to join Chloe, or I'm sorry, Chloe, Chloe, <laughs> Sasha, and you Yasmin. say it, you have to say it like a German, like Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. We have it's it's Chloe. Oh, they're they're meeting up with these girls at the daycare center in the mall. <laughs> How the fuck do these babies get there? Snappy Nita's puppy jumps into Nora's. This is probably copywritten. <laughs> That's fine. Just tell the entire storyline of Brat, <laughs> baby brats. I'm gonna watch it. I will not be joining you in that. <laughs> do you think it's on Hulu? <laughs> I don't I, know. I think so. <laughs> we need to look it up. Um. Yeah. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> Where are the Bratz boys? Are there boy brats? I don't think there's boy brats. Yes, the only male baby from the original Bratz boy, a Brat boys line to appear in the film, Cameron. Oh, Cameron. I bet all the girls were after Oh, wait, and Claire. Harvey. Oh, Cameron and Harvey. I bet Claire. And Dwayne. Okay, there's more than one. It's, I know. Why is it saying that? There's only one, but there's also oh, three. Oh, the only one from the original Bratz. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. What do the boys look like? The same? Probably drag queens. <laughs> they probably have like those giant angry eyes. It's just no, they have tiny little wincy eyes and huge mat. Well, the the eyeshadow goes up to here. Yeah, and then the, no nose. That's why I told they they were the lips. the original my original idea of drag queens apparently, before I knew what a drag queen was. Even little baby Chris in college, I was like, "What's a drag queen?" I went to a drag show and I was like. <laughs> I'm so I scared. Well I, well, I was scared at first. I was super confused by it because, you know, little coming out Chris was... Oh, I don't was... like the boys' ones. Are they scary? They don't look good. Ugh. They look like in sync. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, yes. <laughs> They're even wearing the puka shell necklaces. Well, that's obviously Lance, <laughs> but which one is JC? Uh, I don't remember any of the boys' None of them are fat, so none... <laughs> Uh, it's literally in his name Joey Fat One. Oh my god <laughs> Joey Fat One Fat One uh, So terrible oh, And man. then who's the last one? Unremarkable the un- Unremarkable JC, Joey, Lance, and I don't remember I was not into 90s music Oh yeah, you were too busy listening to SpongeBob. Yes, ACDC, Aerosmith, John Bon Jovi, um, who else? Kiss. Oh, Justin. All the hard. Oh, yeah, Justin Timberlake. Well, no, there's five of them. Yeah, so who am I missing still? What are there five? Justin, JC, Lance, Joey, Chris. Who the fuck is Chris? Who the fuck is Heather? Oh, now Chris is the foul. <laughs> oh, Gone Country 2. Oh, no. Oh, my God. 2008, he came part of CMT's show Gone Country. 
That's depressing. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Anyways, brats. Uh, <laughs> brats. Ciao. Anyways. Girls with the passion for fashion. That's, I love that. That's a power. That's that. That is a powerful era in um, our time. <gasps> Do you remember culture. Betty Spaghetti? No. Oh, I played Betty Spaghetti. What was that? It was like a plasticky doll that was just like a weird, you know, kind of move arms around. It's like a Polly Pocket. Oh, I loved Polly Pockets. But it's like knockoff, I think, probably. Um. Oh, well, they're much larger. They are larger than Polly Pocket. Oh, she is the Polly Pocket. You can change all of her stuff, right? Who? Betty Spaghetti? Uh-huh. I think she is like Polly Pocket, yes. But you can customize her. Well, I, Polly Pocket was just the little... Yeah, the little open little tiny thing. dollhouses. Yeah, I think she was like the grown... Like, not grown, the, like, life version of that. But, like, I, they, it was definitely, like, a part... It was not a part of Polly Pocket, but I think they were like, we're going to do you one better with Polly Pocket and give you, like, a real person to deal with. I'm you so know? excited to have girls' toys in the house. <laughs> you, oh, Barbies! Yeah! <laughs> Please, 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 I'm begging you, don't get any American Girl dogs, oh, dolls. No. I think that they're so creepy, though, and they I love that. are so terrifying. I want to, like, line their whole rooms with them. Just, like, all the way around. It's like, like a shelf on the top uh, and look down at you. And be like, this is vintage. <laughs> like, you're going to pull a Trixie Mattel, like, here are my dolls. This is, These uh-huh. are all my dolls. But mine are going to be like Katya's. And it's just, like a doll missing an eye. Just, Her name is stabbed. Tabitha. <laughs> she came with a knife. That is going to be accurate. <laughs> I had a friend uh, when I was younger that had the American Girl dolls, and or some of the American Girl dolls, and they were like in glass cases. Full on like glass cases being preserved. And I was like, that is terrifying. My mom did this weird thing. Oh boy. <laughs> so when... My grandfather died. He had bought her a, a doll. Mm. Like, one of the last things that he had gotten for her. Mm. And so she started to collect them. And she would put them on the top of... <laughs> in their room and top of the armoires and things. Did she talk to him? No. Oh, okay. But there was, like, a good 15 of them. Oh. And I really liked the Anne of Green Gables one. Okay, that's... That's yeah, makes sense. Like, but they're not American girl dolls; that are just dolls. dolls. Yeah, dolls are so creepy to me. I don't I need don't, that. Nothing like that is creepy for me. I don't need that energy. Sometimes I look at Bailey's dog toys and I'm like, "Don't look at me like that." Lol. <laughs> Thomas likes to do this thing where he'll look like past me. He'll go. <sighs> That's funny though. And normally it doesn't do anything for me, but the other day he was doing it out the window into the backyard. Oh, and I was like. Strangers, no, it's no, no, happening. No. See, that's my only fear. Yeah. That's the biggest fear that I've got. That and hurricanes. hurricanes but I know when the hurricanes, hurricane tornadoes, coming, uh, you know, any earthquakes, uh, super volcanoes. I'm good. Volcano. Maybe, Are we talking about it? But I don't think it would happen immediately. It, yeah, it would not. And it may not even affect us here. So. There's those possibilities. But there is a possibility that it might. You never know. We're just, <laughs> but the it, ground just throws up outside the house. It would affect the atmosphere for many, many, many years after that. <laughs> many, many. Lots lots of years after that. Um, That was a weird noise, wasn't it? 
I think you're talking. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I have something to tell you about. What? Um, I'd like to talk about our... This is not type anything at all. Our sponsor. <gasps> hey, Spencer. Is it the big buns? It is the big buns. Ah! Hey, Spencer, let me ask you a question. No. Well, I'm going to anyways. Okay. Does the year 2020 have you feeling... So oh my god! Booby? Yes. <laughs> I guess that answered my question. Are our listeners feeling anxious lately, especially when we start to witch cackle? <laughs> I want to do it, like, but it's going to be more, um, like, non-verbal. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> like me laughing at Thomas earlier? Yeah. <laughs> just the cat from the Smurfs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, did you know that your dog can quickly pick up on those feelings and those witch cackles? Don't worry. Our sponsor, Baked Bones, is here to help. Their dog bones are made from organic, all-natural, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil. And their products are here to provide you peace of mind and relief to your anxious pup. And hey, you can even use code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. To get 15% off of your bag of delicious treats or hemp oil tincture today. Check out their Instagram at BakeBones or the website at BakeBones.com to find some information and reviews on how they've been helping out other dogs too. Need your dog bones now? You can always pop over to Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights as well as South Congress Street in Austin. Baked Bones. You know? I'm just on their website right now because I need to order some baked bones. I do too. And this is a new flavor. They have a bunch of new flavors. I saw Sweet potato on... stuffing. Yes, they have sweet potato. They have uh, pumpkin spice. They had uh, a mint one maybe that I made up. I think so. Uh, they have like uh, they had like four different flavors on Ginger their Instagram. Bread, sweet potato, pumpkin spice, mm-hmm. peanut butter, and apple. Yeah. They got, they got, well, they had some more on their Instagram and they made like a little Christmas tree out of them. And I think that was really cute. That is so cute. I want the gingerbread ones and I'm going to eat them. uh, I really want to eat their, their bones. Cause like I said, I've said this multiple times on this podcast. If you open a bag of their delicious treats, they smell so fucking good. Like it smells like the, the, like the usual one, the, the apple cinnamon ones, they smell like an apple pie, like straight up. Well, maybe like an apple pie granola, which they probably are, but that's fine. It's whatever, you know, you know. Delicious. Whatever. Um, I also have to talk about something, <gasps> something that's very near and dear to my heart. What is it? It's Aussie Pet. Oh my God. Tell me about it. Do you want a clean pet without all the hassle? Oh yeah. Packing Fido up in the car and driving them all over town is a chore that many of us pet owners rarely enjoy doing. What if, instead, you could have the groomer come straight to you with Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks? You, you can! can! Aussie Pet Mobile has spacious, custom-designed mobile units with all the luxuries of the salon. AC, heat, electricity, and water. No hookups needed. And they never use kennel dryers or harsh chemicals during the grooming process. Their vans ensure that your groomer has the ability to take care of all of your pet's needs, including hair care to paw care and everything in between. They even offer special services such as de-shedding treatments, whitening treatments, hair styling, dead sea mud baths, dark color enhancing treatments, and facials. Their groomers are trained and certified and will pamper your pets with a personal, 100% cage-free, one-on-one experience, all in the comfort of your driveway. You know what else Aussie Pet Mobile groomers are trained on? 
Good social distancing practices! <laughs> Make your appointment and be sure to ask about our contact-free pet grooming service. Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks. Woof! Also you. Also you. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm glad to have them back as our sponsor. Yes. Have them rounding out again, rounding out 2020 with uh, Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks. It's a great time to get mm-hmm. your dog groomed right now. Honestly, honestly especially before like family comes over or anything like that, you need to make your dog look all clean and cute and stuff like that for the new year. That plus, if you get them cut, they go shed all over the house or when the company comes. There right? you go. The company being socially distant and, uh, you know, safe, of course, in the I year meant, of 2020. When Santa comes. Yeah, Santa. Which, hopefully, he's wearing a mask this year. He will be. Well, he's mask for mask. So. Yeah, he is. He's, he's M- M-A-S-K for M-A-S-K. M-A-S-K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk about spoopy stuff? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Um, I think it's me to go first, yes? Let's go for it. Okay, so today I'm going to tell you a Christmas story. Oh, boy. <gasps> tell me about the ghosts that will be visiting me on Christmas. Ronald Gene Simmons. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ronald Gene Simmons is the Christmas ghost. And I, I would say him. he's probably the gro- ghost of Christmas murder. M- murders, deaths, serial killers, uh, scary stories. Those yeah. are those are kind of my favorites. He's not he's not a not a good guy. Hmm. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's like not even bad Santa. He's like worse than bad Santa. Yeah. And I don't even like that movie. Ooh. What's bad Santa? That's <laughs> a Christmas movie. Oh. I watched my first Christmas movie last night. You never no, watched, watched a Christmas Christ- movie? For this year. Oh. Uh, I was like, you're telling me that you've lived for 29 years and haven't watched a fucking Christmas. You, who love Christmas. I do. How the fuck are you going to not watch a Christmas movie? Have you watched any of the new gay Christmas movies that are out? When did they come out? There's supposed to be one on Lifetime. The, the, uh, oh, ooh, a Lifetime There's a Lifetime one, yeah. I want it to be fake and sugary as fuck. Oh, I'm sure it is. It's it's the one with Jonathan Bennett in it. Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls. Oh. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. Oh, well, I, well, I have to look. Yeah. I'll have to go see. Yeah. But there's the one with uh, Kristen Stewart and... Uh, uh, oh, it's Happy Happy Season. Daniel Happiest Levy. Season. Yeah. And my parents were like, well, apparently, I'm gays very... are not liking it. I didn't like it. I'm mad about it. Well, yes. And and the straights love it. And let me tell you why I think that is. Because my mom was like, we just watched it. It's so good. It's so heartwarming. And I'm like... The reason why it's heartwarming for straight people is because it makes the straight people out to be the, you know... The good people. The good people. By yeah. we, accepting we the... We came around, you mm-hmm. know, you didn't think that we could do this, but we can. Mm-hmm. But for gay people, it's like, everybody knows that situation where you're going to go and somebody's either trying to not be themselves, mm-hmm. hiding you, mm-hmm. or is just the back of your mind, there's going to be rejection. Exactly. And whenever she got outed in the... did you Have you seen the movie? No. Oh, well, I, I'm spoiling a lot of it. So, um, whenever she gets outed and she, like, yells, she's like, no, she's lying. I was like, bitch, I would have walked out the fucking door and never come back. Especially because there's, like, a, like a slight love interest in, like, another girl in the movie. And it's Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> and, of course, my heart's with Aubrey Plaza. But Aubrey Plaza's character was... I loved Aubrey Plaza's character. And so I was like, bitch, dump that bitch and go with him. Because she's... And then on top of that, 
you, what to follow up with, with 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 what you just said whenever the parents initially don't accept her or don't have a reaction and just say we need some time that is not a fun reaction as a gay person yes. so these straight people are like oh he came around that's so sweet that's not fun <laughs> that's not it's fun awful. it's awful to sit there and wait for your parents to have their thoughts or you know your loved ones have their thoughts about whatever they need to have about you as a, a human being that you cannot change yeah. that's awful to have <laughs> well i mean we understand that mm -hmm. and coming out is a process for everyone exactly it's worse Worst for the gay person, though. Yeah. It's not a Christmas heartwarming feeling. It was not a Christmas heartwarming feeling. Honestly, if that movie had ended up with her leaving the, the girl who was mistreating her the entire time that they were there and just, like, ignoring her for the other girl, I would have been like, I'm all for this. That's the gay miracle. That's the gay miracle is that you get out of a toxic relationship and someone who's trying to hide you and go to someone who has been themselves this entire time and go for that. Here's my version of that movie made better okay. for a gay person. Gay person says, oh, we're going to go to Christmas with my family. Oh, okay. Get there. This is my friend who's an orphan. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. Go to the gay bar. Mm -hmm. Have a gay Christmas at the gay bar. Exactly. With a bunch of drag queens. Have a grand old time. That's the, a gay Christmas. The ex gay. comes back and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And you say... Sorry, girl, Bye. I found this nice, sweet person at the bar that's trying to take care of me, and they're being nice to me, so... And they're not ashamed to take me to their family Christmas, so I'm going there instead. Mm -hmm. So, that would be a real gay Christmas. Yes. <laughs> that would be classic. <laughs> classic. But classic. I think the, the two gay... From what I understand, the premise of the two gay movies... Um, from Lifetime and I believe Hallmark are the two that are doing two gay movies this season, um, is that their family already knows they're gay. Both the people. So I don't that's think... That's the way that I... That's, would, that's, that's the perfect The way. perfect way to, to have it already. So it's your classic tale of going out... Uh, city slicker going out to the country. And I think both the families just already know they're gay. So, like, it doesn't... There's no conversation about having to deal with coming out or anything like that. It's just a gay romance that we get to see in the straight... The cheesy gay Christmas romances that everyone gets to see, you know? So that's why I'm like, oh... Yes. I'm kind of into that. <laughs> I saw a white people tweet today that was, like, something... I can't remember the exact words of it, but it was something to the effect of, um, I live in Arkansas and I can't wait to move into the city and <laughs> marry a man who is a big shot lawyer and doesn't care about Christmas and we're both just Scrooge's for the oh, rest of our lives. Oh, I've seen that tweet that it was like, I want to see a Christmas movie movie that's the opposite, where the, a country person goes into the city to marry a big shot lawyer that doesn't care about Christmas and we're Scrooge's. Yeah, that's what, that's what it was. And I thought that was really funny because I was like, <laughs> that would be... Ideal, honestly. That would slap. That would slap. Um, so, Anyways, we got off track. Yeah, I'm going to talk about a Christmas um, opposite of Miracle. <laughs> a, uh, a Christmas horror. A Christmas horror. Whore. So, Me? Am I going to be a whore on Christmas? You can't find any to be a whore with. Stick around and find out. Stick around and find out. Stick <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Mouth noises. Uh, Ronald Simmons. Mm -hmm. Ronald Simmons was born on July, uh, in July of 1940 in Chicago to Loretta and William Simmons. Um, his father had a stroke and died within a year of his birth. His wow, mother... this just went into it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I mean... Because he really didn't do a whole lot until he did a whole lot. Who? And we'll get there. Oh, the, the killer? Yeah. 
Um, his mother remarried to William Griffin, a civil engineer for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Um, in 1946, the family moved to Little Rock, Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas. I'm sorry. Arkansas. What do you mean, Arkansas? <laughs> do you remember that one? This is Kansas. Why is this not Arkansas? This one, Kansas. What is the other one? Uh, <laughs> Arkansas. America, you need to explain. <laughs> this one is, Arca- is Kansas. But this one is not Arkansas. What, America, explain? <laughs> what do you mean, Arkansas? <laughs> I love that so much. I hope she's famous. I hope so, too. Um, so they moved around Arkansas quite a bit through uh, Ronald's youth. 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 Um, in around 19- Arkansas? Around the state of Arkansas. <laughs> just just go I from mean, one mountain to the other. <laughs> go from one pile of sticks to the next. There you go. Well, I think they have some diamond mines up there. Did you know that? I know that they have a beach called Gulfport. They have a beach in Arkansas? Uh-huh. It doesn't oh, touch that the water. That's Alabama. Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores. That's Alabama. Yeah. Arkansas is not on the Gulf. Do they have a? They have a, a famous university. Is Auburn there? Uh, Auburn is in Alabama as well. No, they have Arkansas University. Ar- Arkansas. <laughs> what does Arkansas have? Arkansas has the university. They had the Razorbacks, isn't it? The. I'm gonna Google what's in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas, nothing. <laughs> Google, I no think results. <laughs> I think it's the Razorback. No, it's... all of Google. What's in Arkansas? Nothing. The Clinton Presidential Library. Okay. Uh, the Clinton? Oh, because he's from Arkansas. Yeah. Things to do. Let's see. I don't need things to do. What? Arkansas, me... Ozark Mountains. The Arkansas Razorbacks footballs, foot, footballs team. I don't fucking care about that. I'm just saying that's what they're called. Blanchard Spring Cavers. Anyways, there's nothing to do there. <laughs> nothing to do in Arkansas. Anyways. Uh, so in 1957, Simmons dropped out of school and joined the Navy. He was stationed in Bremerton, Washington. Um, it was there that he met Bursabe Rebecca Ulibari, huh. <laughs> uh, whom he married in New Mexico on July 9th, 1960. Wait, how did he get from Washington to New Mexico? A navy. navy. My answer is Navy. There's like no the color, water in New Mexico. The well, color. Oh, oh the, the color Navy just brought him there. Yeah. Ooh, blue. <laughs> I, I assume that she's from New Mexico because I don't know what kind of name Bersabe is. B-E-R-S-A-B-E. Spelling is not going to do anything. <laughs> and then her last name is Ulibari. So maybe native of some sort? Maybe. Um, uh, they were together for 18 years and had seven children together. Jesus. Um, in 1963, Simmons left the Navy and joined the Air Force two years later. He received many awards during his 20 years of service, but eventually he retired in November of 1979. So he served during Vietnam. Yes. Mm. Did he go to Vietnam? Yes. He received a lot of awards, but I didn't want to list them because he's They're not, not a good man. No. Because that's one of those, those, uh, what do they call them? Like, I think there's so many terms that came out in 2020 that was like glory, glory, it's like glory something. Glory, glory killer. Yeah. Something like that. Where they're like, make them like, oh, oh, here's like all these like great things that they did. And like, I don't need to hear about what they did they're a shitty person yeah just tell me about the murders just tell me what they fucking did yep 
Oh, he did some stuff. Oh, he did some shit. Um, in 1981, Simmons came under investigation by the Health and Human Services of the city of Cloudcroft, New Mexico. That's a good name for a city. Cloudcroft? Cloud I like that. I'm, I'm still uh, in fan with that. Uh, in fan. In uh, a fan of Cut and Shoot. Oh, Cut and Shoot. Cut yeah. and Shoot. The racist town in Texas. Is it? Yeah, I, I heard it was like a sundown city. Well, I mean, I can imagine. Well, anything in Texas, really. But, uh, any lighter. anything that's not in a city like a major city Harris of Texas. County. What county is Dallas? Uh, Dallas county. 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 Yeah, Bear and... County and uh, uh, Hayes County. Hayes County. Hayes County. Is it El Paso? No, no. Hayes County. Is it Hayes County? No, Travis County. That's uh, Austin. Austin. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, he it was alleged that he had fathered a child with his 17 year old daughter Sheila disgusting Um, afraid that he would be arrested they fled to New Mexico in 1981 with his like the rest of the family too all of the family went to New Mexico even though they knew that they had a baby yes okay um they went to Dover Arkansas and then they uh, yeah no they fled New Mexico and they went to Dover Arkansas why did I write Dover twice? It was another city. <laughs> <laughs> they went to another city first, and then they went to Dover, Arkansas in 1983. Um, the family lived on a 13-acre plot land, uh, plot of land six... Six and a half miles north of Dover, known as Mockingbird Hill. Oh. The home was adjoining of two trailer homes. The phone, The home had no telephone or running water, and was surrounded by a poorly constructed privacy fence 10 feet tall. Wait, you never paused this, right? No. Okay, good. I was just checking because <laughs> I didn't want it like be recording and then <laughs> it not be going. I just like had a like a slight like I don't think I ever like started again. No, it's good. Okay, good. <laughs> um so Simmons worked in Russellville, Arkansas, first as a clerk at the Woodline Motor Fray Company, but he left after multiple sexual advances uh that oh were God. unrequited. And I'm not surprised because he had sex with his 20, or, I'm sorry, 17-year-old daughter. Yes. Uh, the age doesn't matter. It's still your fucking daughter. I yeah. mean, it does matter, but... It matters. It, it's worse. Yes. But it's not... It's not great. It's still not... It's it's all bad, but that's worse. Yeah, hold on. I have a, a meme for you. A meme? A meme. Hold on. Let me pull it up real fast. Just, you know, just, woo, 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 just pull it up. Just, woo, just hold on. Just real fast. Uh, just pop on over. Is it Kiki like, Palmer? Uh, no. Who? There's this girl on TikTok that likes to... Okay. It says, uh, Einstein, time is relative. People in Alabama. <laughs> Fucking time? Time is relative. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a human fucking a clock. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Um, I felt it was relevant at this it's point. It's very relevant, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's this TikTok of this girl who rates, who covers the face of the person of the picture she's showing, and she says, welcome to another episode of, um, is it a black girl or a white girl with an aggressive tan? <laughs> and so most of the time it's a white girl with an aggressive tan. Uh-huh. But she shows one time and she says, this... Girl, this is Kiki Palmer. <laughs> and it is. And Girl, this Kiki is Kiki Palmer. Palmer. <laughs> Anyways, um, so he went to work at a uh, convenience store for a year and a half before quitting on December 18th, 1987. 
And this is where things go downhill and fast. Well, downhill from what he already was kind of doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, so on the morning of December 22nd, he decided to kill his whole family. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, that made me spit out my drain. Uh, he began by shooting his el- his wife and his eldest son in the back of the head, point blank. Uh, and then he strangled his three-year-old granddaughter. He dumped those bodies in a pit, uh, a-, a latrine behind the house, because they don't have any running water, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that he had forced his children to dig. Then he waited for his children to return home. After they arrived, he told them that he had presents for them, but he wanted to give them to them one at a time. He murdered his 17-year-old daughter first by strangulation and holding her face in a rain barrel, and then he continued the same method for his three other children that lived at home. Um, Simmons then carried on a normal life. And around midday on December 22nd, his remaining family came to visit. His son Billy and his wife Renata, who were both shot, and their 20-month-old child, who Simmons strangled and drowned. Simmons shot and killed his eldest daughter, eldest daughter Sheila, the daughter who he had sexually abused and fathered a child with. He killed her husband, Dennis McNulty, and then strangled their daughter. Um, and by that, I mean Ronald Simmons and his daughter's daughter, Sylvia. Wow. Uh, and finally, his 21-month-old grandson, Michael. And then he laid out all of the bodies into rows in his family living room and covered them with coats, except Sheila, who he covered with the nicest tablecloth that he could find, and the two grandsons whom he wrapped in plastic and left in abandoned cards at the end of the street. After the murders, he bundled up and headed down to the local bar to have a drink. He had a beer there and then returned home to drink more beer and watch television in his living room with all the bodies. And then he did the same thing the next day. On so these bodies are now basically rotting in his living room. Because, I mean, the, the first family was already shot and killed. First part of the family was shot and killed a few days before he killed the other people. And left outside. The, the wife, <clears throat> the eldest son, and a granddaughter who he threw in the... The back pit. Yeah. But did, did, did he bring them back inside? No, he left them there. Okay. Because uh, they're they're basically in a septic tank. Yes. <laughs> um, on December 28th, he drove to Russellville, Arkansas and walked into a law office. He killed the receptionist, Kathy Kendrick, who Simmons had hit on multiple times and was rejected. He then traveled to an oil company office. Was and- she there by herself and no one stopped him? Yes. Uh, Simmons uh, went to an oil company and shot a man named J.D. Chaffin, who died, and wounded the off- the owner, Rusty Taylor. Then he drove to a convenience store that he used to work at and shot and wounded two more people. And then he went to the Woodville- Woodline Motor Fray Company, his previous employer, and shot and wounded and a woman there. Then he sat in the lobby and chatted with one of the secretaries until the police showed up. Uh, and when they arrived, he just gave them his gun and he surrendered. Okay, these are the stories that I'm terrified of because this is the shit that could, like, happen at any fucking point. Like, someone that I know, kind of... A psychotic person. Could... Well, I mean, we didn't hear... As far as we know, we were not told that he was 
there was any evidence that he was psychotic beforehand. I'm yes. sure there probably was, but like not from what we've gotten from this story so far. No. So I mean, I would venture to say perhaps there's a lot of times that people in military backgrounds are afraid. And really, anyone before the, uh, older than the age of forty mm-hmm. is like therapy. It means I can't crazy. go there. Yeah, exactly. And, and now all the all the people from the Vietnam War, yeah, who witnessed atrocities and committed atrocities, exactly. That we'll never know the details about. I could imagine that. They well, that was like Richard breaks. Martinez's uh, brother telling him all about and showing him pictures of him having sex with Vietnamese women and then beheading them like the, the prostitutes and just killing them just cause he felt like it. And then send, showing them to Richard Ramirez and then Richard Ramirez became a fucking serial killer in California. So like, <laughs> yep. Wild. Yeah. Uh, so Simmons was charged with 16 counts of murder and was found guilty on every count. He was sentenced to death and he refused to appeal his case and stated, quote, to those who oppose the death penalty, in my particular case, anything short of death would be a cruel and unusual punishment. So he just wanted to find a reason to die and decided that he was He's like, gonna oh, take all I'm going to take, take everyone with me while I die. Yep. Fuck. Um, during his sentencing, he pled to the jury under oath, quote, I, Ronald Gene Simmons Sr., wanted to be known that it is my wish and my desire that absolutely no action by anybody be taken to appeal or in any way change the sentence. It is further respectfully requested that this sentence be carried out expeditiously. End quote. So he wanted to get done fast, girl. If you wanted to commit suicide, which we don't condone. No. Why did you have to kill everyone else? Why are you going to kill 16 other people? Mm-hmm. You went. You just went up and down a business strip on in this city and decided to walk into every business and shoot people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the trial court conducted a hearing to address Simmons's competence to stand trial and deemed him fit and uh, deemed his in- answers in- intelligent. Um, while on death row, Simmons had to be separated from other prisoners as he was constantly threatened because he refused to appeal his death sentence. The other inmates believed that he was damaging their chances of beating their own de- death sentences. So they were like, okay, you're making the death sentence look like a glorified thing, and it's not. And we're over here trying not to be on death row, and you're just like, do it! Fucking kill me! Yeah. So everyone else is like, fuck you. Especially, I'm sure it's probably also people who had their death their deaths scheduled before um, his. Yes. Exactly. And they're like, I'm trying to beat this. And you're just like, I don't give a fuck. So they're probably like, kill him. Kill him instead. Mm -hmm. I'll wait. Um, So on May 31st, Arkansas governor and later president, Bill Clinton signed Mm. his execution warrant. And on June 25th, 1990, he was executed by lethal injection. Mm. So a Christmas nightmare. He killed all these people. Days before Christmas. Three days before Christmas. And, that, the, and then spent Christmas by himself, waited for his other family to come, and then killed them. I was going to say, the family came to visit him, I'm sure, for fucking Christmas. Brought, probably brought gifts, you know, hung out, and he was like, shoot you, shoot you, shoot you, shoot the fucking child, children. Not saying that that's, you know, killing everyone else besides the children is different. He just, you just, a fucking monster. Yeah. 
PTSD can do some fucking crazy ass shit to people, which is understandable, understandably so. But I mean, back in the 80s and 90s, well, even now, there's the stigma of mental health of just, you know, going to get help. And now I do enjoy that fact about millennials and Gen Z's where they because, I mean, all of our we all make light of our depression by joking about it which i think is a really good thing because then it also opens up a lot of conversation to people to say like yeah i'm in therapy and they you know people joke about you know being in therapy but that shit's important like fucking go if i had the money i'd fucking go to therapist and actually i think my company that i work for now gives us three months free of uh of like a, a tele um telehealth. yeah tel- telehealth uh therapist and bitch i'm gonna do that your mental health is very important no matter what you do or say you might say oh yeah i'm good bitch no you could be okay but you also could be suffering from something you don't know yet so i mean it's good to always check in and find out what's happening and obviously he didn't (laughs) so yeah yeah he uh i just don't i can't fathom the fact that he was like I can't even work at a gas station mm-hmm. because I don't like it mm-hmm. or whatever the reason is and I'm ready to go but I don't want to go alone yeah so everybody has to come with me exactly everyone that I know and everyone that I've worked with has to come with me to the great beyond or wherever whatever happens after you die I hope they are all reincarnated as amazing things, and he gets reincarnated as a snail that gets stepped on. But then he gets reincarnated again. I just hope (laughs) that uh, he uh, finds peace, and his family finds peace. I hope his family finds peace. I'm not sorry about him. I always hope that everyone finds peace. Okay, you're nicer than me, so... (laughs) Except... Trisha Paytas. No peace for Trisha Paytas ever! Oh, God. <laughs> Do we because not like... she's just too fucking famous. Oh, my God. Is she too fucking famous? I love her. Okay, so you don't want her to have peace? I just want her to stop eating chicken nuggets. I like chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggies! Ew. No? Why is this, why is this doing this? It's or, dead. It, is it dead? No. It's what are we dead. at now? We're at... 55%. Can we get it down to 55%? Probably. Wait, are you done with your story? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't like that. At all. It's a Christmas downer, right? Yeah. It's really depressing. But I've got some Christmas cheer here for you. What? You want me to sing? Man. Angels, have we have heard a of. Merry little Christmas. May I don't know the words. Make your dreams Stuff your stockings above, above the, the Christmas ground. <laughs> and have yourself a merry little Christmas. That was really good. You want to go so caroling? That's our second, <laughs> second, second Christmas self-titled album. Christmas album, <laughs> bitches. 
<laughs> Bitches be Christmasing. <laughs> brats. A very brats Christmas. I do like bitches be Christmasin. Bitches be Christmas. Bitches be merry. Be bitches be. <laughs> but spelled M A R Y. Because then it's gay. Yes. Bitches be merry. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> or bitches be Marie. <laughs> no, I don't like that one. M A R I E. M A R. No. Bitches. Who's Marie? Who's Marie? That bitch over there. <laughs> Marie calendars Marie Kondo Marie Kondo remember whenever that was super famous was that at the beginning of quarantine it's been like 47 years since the beginning of quarantine no 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 no. I feel like that was last year around was it October-ish I just love mess and then fucking pandemic happened fuck you Marie Kondo you made this happen she probably did. <laughs> she was like, I'm just going to cause a little mess and I can clean it up. And then Dolly Parton creates a vaccine. <laughs> yes. Oh, Dolly. I don't. You're our icon. Let's, okay. It's, it's not very apparent from the immediate Wikipedia search of when that show. What's it called? Marie Kondo cleans up gay people's lives <laughs> or something. Marie Kondo fucks your shit up. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Honestly, though. Well, January 1st, 2019. Okay. Oh, okay. So that was like a year ago. Oh, two, Almost two years ago. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. I just love mass. Jesus. Jesus. Um, tis, tis the season for Jesus. It is the season for Jesus. There you go. That's what I'm going to have so, for Christmas, you know? <laughs> find your local Jesus and tell him you love him. And send him my number because I bet he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> we need... All the help we can get here. I'm married. I don't need it. You don't. I I meant me as in we. There's multiple personalities here. So like. Which one is it right now? Um, This is Marie. Uh, this is Marie. Hello. Uh, anyways. So. It is still December. So that means that we're going to be talking about another segment of Medical Serial Killers. Part two. Segment three, bitches. Part two. Segment Trace. Did you just mix French and Spanish together? Can you just go? No. Uh, So in true fashion, I wanted to explore all around the world. Uh, Wait, let me guess. The Netherlands. No. Great Britain. There is one of them, yes. (sighs) I was right. Um, (laughs) You were right the second time. Uh, What about my other person? Oh. Hmm. Spain. No. Japan. No. India. No. Australia. No. The U.S. No. Canada. No. Netherlands. No. You were just that. Norway. Yes. <gasps> really? Yeah, I was right again. <laughs> Got them both on the first try. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so, I also wanted to not include just doctors. So, are these medical mysteries, uh, medical murderers, uh, are they cold? What do you mean cold? Are they cold? Because they're in Norway and Great Britain? Yes. Uh, well, I assume that they were probably inside at some point. So I'm right. That eventually, at one point in their life, they were cold. Yes. I am a detective. You're a, you're a psychic. Oh. You're going to be a psychic one day. Going to be? You are a psychic. Thank you're you. a median. Medium? Medium. No, I'm a median. Median. <laughs> you are the center of the room. I'm an esplanade. <laughs> Plant your trees here, bitch. Well, that sounded kind of sexual. 
It's fertile, baby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, sure. Before I get started, I actually have to pee. Can we pause? No. <laughs> Not important for the podcasters to know. Um. Yeah. Go ahead and go pee, Chris, because I've stopped. <laughs> I paused it. Episode that was after the Judy Garland episode, wasn't it? Oh, I have no idea. You never watched it's... Glee? You watched no. Glee? No. You didn't watch Glee? No. I actually kind of like that show. Um... I'm not gay. Anyways. Uh, I'm pretty certain a lot of people have listened to this podcast and they know that you are... Married to a man? That doesn't make me you... gay, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so it's her and her kids and they do this weird rendition and they're dancing like pelvis to pelvis. It's a little strange. You mean Liza Minnelli was in there? Liza Minnelli. Liza Minnelli has the best role I've ever seen because she's out skating with her friends, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "Well, Judy Garland invites everyone in her house with her uh, two youngest children." She's like, <laughs> "Oh, you're giving me a play-by-play on this." Uh... Yeah, shut up. It's from the fifties. That's what I'm saying. Spoiler alert. And you can watch it on YouTube. It was made seven years ago. Spoiler alert. Play by play. <laughs> so she did. You're in tears. Th- oh no. Oh well, then let's cheers, bitch. Oh, oh, cheers to Judy Garland. To Judy Garland. I hope you get help. Oh wait, she's dead. Oh. You missed your mother. Smell my goddamn fingers. <laughs> I'm upset. Okay. Well, uh, you can get over it. I'll so. never forgive you for this. That's a line. Anyways. She's like, come on inside, and we're just, come on and feel at home. Liza will be here in a little while. Liza, it's Liza. And so then Liza, Liza's out, uh, she's out uh, skiing with one of her bows. And then Liza gets home, and she's like, oh, mother, oh, you look so beautiful, mother. Who are all these people? Oh, it's just the television crew, darling. They're just here. They're they're spending Christmas with us. And she's like, oh, oh, uh, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, mother. What the fuck? Liza's not comfortable, Judy. Yeah. Let her go to her room. I would like to be alone, mother. (laughs) Thank you. So it was an attempt at like a reality TV show back then. Yeah, it was like, you're in our living room for Christmas. You're in Judy Garland's, uh, what's it, MTV, Judy Garland's uh, crib. Sunken living room crib. Stupid. It literally was. What was it called? It was just called Cribs? Yeah, MTV Cribs. MTV Cribs, that's what it was. Judy Garland's MTV Cribs. I never watched that show. I did. You, well, and some of them I was just like, you and Savannah can bond over the fact that stupid. yeah, you and Savannah can bond over the fact that uh, we had childhoods. You like trash TV. I didn't like watching it. I was just like, what else am I gonna watch? It's I watch SpongeBob Saturday, and my friends are busy. I hang out with my friends. <laughs> no, I don't you need friends. They disappoint friends. me. <laughs> what? <laughs> You could shop at five or six stores, or just just one. one. Honey, there's a big storm coming. <laughs> Stupid. I just love the dress that she wore. Do you remember women wearing those dresses? Just a floral print. Yeah. Ankle length dress. Sometimes I want them to come back. 
I would wear one. I'd wear one too. There, some people like nowadays call them like um, um, what do they call them? Sunnies? I think they call them sun. Is that a, a term? I don't Did I make think that so. up? There's nothing sunny about them. <laughs> well, it's you wear them at sundown. It's like it's like the clothes that you wear, your comfortable clothes that you wear after you wear your daytime clothes, and you wear no, no, your no. sunnies, and that's, then you wear your nighties. It's called a caftan. A muumu. A cap. I want a muumu so bad. Actually, I want whatever. Like you're a fantasy girl because I wanted a little kimono silk robe, and I got one. I love those too. Um, I want whatever your uh nephew-in-law was wearing at your wedding i want one a of those poncho. yes that it look- wasn't a poncho it was like a it, rabbi's it, coat. yeah it was like it was just a coat that covered like just the top and you could just like put it you just wrap it around you because he, he didn't have his arms through anything but i think it's shaped like yeah it's sha- two panels and then one panel in the back correct yes it's shaped f- to go around your shoulders but not sewn it's only sewn on the shoulders Yes. Yeah. I'm okay. Like, it, it's, it looks like a tree. Oh, my God. Have you seen the vine? Or not the vine. The What What do they do now? The Tok Toks? The... <laughs> of the, the woman who got a tree skirt the from tops. her... From her... Uh, the doodads. The, yeah, the doodads. Uh, from her grandmother. Her grandmother, like, went to a, a home store and was like, oh, my God. This would be perfect for you. And, like, she bought this... this thing that she was like oh this is kind of cute it, she thought it was basically what your nephew-in-law was wearing um but do did... people have nephew-in-laws well he is your nephew-in-law what do you call it when do you don't just say nephew i guess yeah i guess it's your nephew because oh, i mean sounds... he is now you are now his uncle so yes he is your nephew anyways so your nephew was wearing this um and my first nephew. Oh, yeah. Actually, I have three. Is he, how, how heavy does your left hand feel? Just like... What? Is this really heavy? Because you have a ring on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, it's not light. It's not. It's just so like... Oh, my God. There's so much metal on this hand. Like, oh, you just like... <laughs> Let me just tell you how difficult typing has become. It's just like, oh, God. I just keep hitting the like... That W, S, and X key. Just so much. They're just... Every word just has ha- one. And sometimes there's like multiple because I can't lift my finger off it. It's like, oh, I'm married. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I made a typo because I'm I'm married. I so. can't even go to the grocery store <laughs> anymore without somebody being like, uh, what are you here for today? And I'm like, stop. I'm, stop! Married. I'm married. I can't. I can't. Anyways, I can't. I'll have some stamps. <laughs> I'll take and a book like, of stamps. And then and they she's give like, me like a weird side eye. <laughs> and then I'm like, Brittany. <laughs> No. No, I can't. Like, my name is Denise. My name is Keisha. <laughs> I do not. I don't know who my you are. My name is Keisha, and it'll be eleven sixty-five. Pay and me if for you my pay fucking stance. Please leave. leave. That'd be great. Please fucking leave. My favorite interaction at the grocery store is whenever they're like, uh, "Sir, you can pay," and I was like, "I already did," because I'm one of those people now that like puts my card in. I'm like, "Oh, it'll approve. Don't worry." <laughs> Like you, you swipe oh, at the it beginning be- of your transaction. Yeah, before it's even done, in. I put my card in, and so like I'll be like loading my basket, helping them load my basket, and they're like, "Uh, sir," and I'm like, "I've I already swiped it," and I'm like, and they're like, "Oh," and they you know hit the key that they're supposed to approve its transaction or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. 
He's got money. <laughs> okay. I don't do that because I'm like... <laughs> well, usually I don't buy... Usually when we buy like a ton of groceries, and I haven't done it for fucking six months, uh, that uh, it'll usually be enough to for where I can pack it myself. Um, so I'm just like... Should, should I go back over there? Yeah, I wait for them to say the total. Oh, <laughs> lol. You're just sitting, sitting there like the car, like ready at the car. You're like, again, is it, what, what's that? What's it cost? Is it going to cost me? I don't even care if they tell me what the total is. I don't need to know. <laughs> like, I don't want to know because sometimes I'm very disappointed. $30. Because sometimes I'm buying a lot of wine to restock our wine shelf. And so half of the total is wine. And so what it's like. What is your largest grocery bill ever been? Uh, 400 and something dollars. <gasps> yeah. It was, there was two. It was whenever Hurricane Beta was coming in, that one was really expensive. And then whenever um, uh, the week of the election, I like those are the two times that my grocery bill was close to $400 both those times. Close to $300? $400. $400, yeah. I think we've only ever gone over 300 like once. Oh, yeah. Because I was, I mean, I was buying for me savannah and aaron and the possibility of not having power for a week yeah so well see that's the ticket is that i went to big lots yeah to buy all the expired and and things it's not expired (laughs) girl you know nothing about big lots you know i do like big lots lots. my bed came from big lots my uh food furniture is big lots futon came from big lots my uh nightstands and coffee table came from big lots i know a lot about big Big lots Lots furniture shopper are you a big lots uh small items shopper uh no no. because you would know That Big Lots is the fucking jam. Well, also, I just buy my small items at H-E-B because H-E-B is my jam, so... Uh, Big Lots has got it cheaper. I don't give a Big fuck. Big Lots got it cheaper, boo. I don't give a fuck. Anyways, let's get into... Also, whenever H-E-B ran out of uh, cleaning products and toilet paper, guess who had it? Big Lots. Okay, well, I didn't go to Big Lots, and also I didn't run out of cleaning products or toilet paper because we somehow ended up, luckily, buying toilet paper before, like... The week before there was a run on toilet paper and didn't have a problem. We, like, bought it because we always buy in massive bulk amounts. So I was just so sitting sad. tight with a reserve of toilet paper while everyone was like, I don't have any toilet paper. I'm like, no. <laughs> Sorry. Thomas, when we went to buy toilet paper last, he was like, I was like, we have toilet paper. We have, like, he's just deathly afraid of running out of toilet paper. Might we have, happen. like. Then you have to use paper towels get in the shower that's true uh yeah no <laughs> we're not talk- we're not gonna pull a tricks and katia and talk about poop every single episode <laughs> no anyways so we had a full like 12 pack down here in this bathroom and like two rolls left upstairs he was like we got it we can't run out we can never run out we bought 48 rolls that's pretty good why you might run out no actually i think we're down to Nine rolls. I need to buy, my, buy buy some more. Well, I don't know how many Savannah's got. No! She has a package somewhere hidden. Growing up, <laughs> we would go down to, like, a roll, and then my mom would be like, 
okay, I guess we gotta go get toilet paper now. No, so my family, my mom, and this is what I'm, I strive to be, but I don't have enough money to do this at this point. Uh, is my mom would be like a one out, three more in kind of situation. No, okay, not that bad, but. It was it was one of those things where she always had those paper towel like or I'm sorry toilet paper roll holders that would fit like five at a time and then the one that's on there so a six pack would fit in that thing and as soon as you run out of that like the six pack goes in there so every bathroom had like a six pack in it and so we had one two three four bathrooms and all those had those like six packs in there so anytime that so basically there's 24 still in the house if we ran out and of the stock that was in the closet she'd buy more. Like that's that that's how much she always had. So when she was texting me at the beginning of the pandemic, and she was like, "We were trying to look for toilet paper, blah blah blah," and I was like, "Why? I know you have toilet paper because I know you, and you probably have a forty-eight pack hidden somewhere in this fucking house, and you've got you know all the six packs in the each bathroom. So why? So I'm I have become my uh, mother's son, where I am the kind of person that's like take one out." buy something else to go into it now uh and write it on your shopping list even if so like mustard for example for example you just took the mustard out of the pantry even though that mustard is going to last like a year in your fucking fridge buy another mustard to have in the the, the pantry i think i'm the same way with mustard well i'm just saying in <coughs> it's, uh, that was an example but i'm like that we with everything now all the time yeah um what would i be with that like uh maybe white claw <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Take one white claw out, buy a pack. <laughs> I have 324 white claws. <laughs> Just multiplies very quickly. Maybe Febreze. Okay, that Maybe makes sense. That's you, you, The cleaning products that you were buying at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Valid. Valid point. Although, this is not important. Yeah. Why don't you tell me about your story? <laughs> we went on a tangent. But we're back. And we're here. Um, so I was talking... Oh, I was in the middle of a sentence when all of this happened. Uh, I was saying that uh, I want to explore all the world and include not just doctors or pretend doctors like H.H. H. Holmes that you have talked about or the starvation doctor that I just talked about last week. Uh, but also I want to include some nurses and some pretend nurses as well. Um, I had a topic lined up this week. Me. Are you a pretend nurse? Sometimes. Okay, well, I might talk about you then. Um, I. This is a poorly joke. This is a poor joke. Okay. In the bedroom. Ew. Ew. That was not good. <laughs> that was I not mean, good. sometimes I do, though. Ciao! What <laughs> is like, this? It's time for your medication. Come here. I'm a nurse. Advil. <laughs> Anyways, go the fuck to bed. My shift's almost over. <laughs> Uh, you need some morphine. I don't know what else you you like. I mean, seriously, do you need me? Do you need another pillow? Another one, sir? Like, just what else you want? What, what? No, I do have to say the nurses that treated me at night were much nicer than the nurses that treated me in the morning. Uh, whenever I was in the hospital for fucking five days, uh, the ones that would come in and prick me in the middle of the like three a.m. They'd be like, "Well, I gotta take your blood again," and I'm like. What's happening? What's happening? And they're like, or the one who would barge in because I rolled over and like, because they had me on a heart monitor for whatever fucking reason. I think they thought I was going to die. Like. I was hoping. Yeah. A lot of people were, I think. Um, And so I'd roll over apparently and, and knock the, the, 
padding off my because uh, they had the padding on there very nice and like it was tight uh and they didn't yeah, shave. But they didn't make you shave they didn't make me shave which i was like that was a weird thing but like the the, the nodes would like pop off uh and so then all of a sudden like two nurses would like barge in and i'd be like what's happening what's that and they're like oh, okay you're like are you okay and, and like what's happening and, like is everything all right are you feeling okay i'm like yes and they'd be like okay well let's just go ahead and fix it and they made me take off my shirt and like get you know get in there do whatever and it's like bitch i haven't showered in five days five days i didn't get to shower which I, is different from today how bitch i shower every day now <laughs> beginning of pandemic i was not doing so <laughs> i mean i just wonder how many you have to take if you're gonna sit down and play animal crossing for two days straight uh, I didn't, but I still managed to make myself smell. <laughs> it was not Call great. It. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Uh. It was a. It was. It was a. It was a lot. It was a lot. Uh. Yeah. That. But see. Okay. That was the fun part of the pandemic, in my opinion. <laughs> that was like a, we get to stay at home. Like, look at us do this. It's so so crazy. Because that was also when we were doing like the sassy hours and like we were all just like chatting and like having a good time. And then like shit got real because no one was taking this seriously anymore around May. And now here we are. And now here we are, still 2020, December 2020. And we're like, fuck. Someone just give us a fucking vaccine so like we don't have to deal with, deal with stupid people Brenda. anymore. Exactly. And what's even more depressing is like. I'm going to remember all these people who did not take this pandemic seriously when I get to see them again, actually, and be like, oh, I remember the time that you went to Miami, California, Seattle, Denver, Washington, D.C., Chicago, you know, all this other stuff. While we were in the middle of a pandemic. That, on top of the people that were like, it's a hoax. Oh, bitch. Luckily, I didn't have any friends that were... Claiming it was a hoax. I had some hoax people. Well. And let me tell you how fast the... Uh, I did the unfollow for a majority, but some I was just like, I can't. No. I can't do this. I didn't do... Like, it, well, that was, election season came around, and that was... I, I unfriended a lot of people. I was not even going to do the unfollow thing. It's like, bitch, I'm not even going to pretend to be your friend. If you're going to be a fucking idiot like this, bye. You're done. Anyway, spoopy thing. Yes. We've got an hour and six minutes in. Let's... Do it to it. Let's go for it. Uh, luckily, this isn't too long, so we're okay. Um, so I had a topic lined up, but it ended up being a lot more information than I could handle for tonight because I've been busy. Been busy. I've been busy, like, working and stuff. Like, oh, well, so crazy, like, making money. Um, so I will be doing that next week. Uh, so stay tuned for next week when I dive into that whole debacle. So this week, I'm going to be doing two topics. Can you believe that? And they're each a half a page. Uh, no, one of them is half a page and the other one is three pages. Oh, um, shit. Mine yeah. was a page and a half today. Oh, my God. Can you believe? Can, can you, you imagine? Believe, can, you, of all people. I so, mean, I'm going to. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> I don't know. You said I mean. You were going to talk. I didn't, no, I didn't that's the end of the sentence. Okay. Um, I mean. I mean. <laughs> I mean. Uh, so, I'm going to talk about Arnfin Nesset. His name is Arnfin. Uh, like, it sounds like an armchair. Yeah. He was born in Trondelag, Norway, in 1936, out of wedlock. Uh, he was... Oh! oh my out God. of wedlock? In the 1930s, mama. That is just so disgusting. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it, it, nowadays, it's just 
have sex, have babies, doesn't matter. Fuck each other's buttholes. Wait, what does straight people do? Oh, vaginas. Um, it's probably safe for you to just fuck the butthole. Honestly, it really so. is. Uh, the women don't always get pleasure out of it. However, I have learned that women do like getting their ass eaten. Did you know that? I don't know anything about women. I don't know anything about women either, but I'm a part of this like uh, like queer group uh, of like... It, it's a... It's a it's not like a queers of Houston kind of thing, but it's like a friend group that I got added to from a friend of a friend kind of thing. Uh, no, from a friend uh, who was in this friend group. Um, and it's all just a bunch of like queer, polysexual, polyamorous, uh, everyone just like posting memes and saying whatever. And they post a lot of like sexual memes and they're all talking about like eating buttholes. And like a lot of women are always like, I wish someone to eat my asshole and you know things like that and i'm like lol i am intrigued to say the least one of the things that kendall keeps bringing up <laughs> i'm sure you remember uh-huh yeah that's all i need to say oh it's i'm in a don't remember what are you talking about oh that my nephew yeah said that at the wedding wait when these out do i have to spell it out for you maybe Open. Eat. Asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that, so you have to tell me later. You have to tell me this he whole story. That. Oh, he did? Okay. I love that. Um, well, so, apparently women like that to happen. Why am I talking about this in the middle of this? Wedlock. Know. We were talking about women in wedlock and just fucking each other. That's worse. Just do whatever you want to now. It's 2020. There's no rules. Um, honestly, after 2020 and this whole pandemic, I want to know what's going to happen after this. I feel like it's going to be like a post-World War II era where it's just like everyone just fucking love everyone. Like, just go to town. Just destroy each other. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, well, I mean, not love each other as in like the Trump supporters, but like as in, or the, the anti-vaxxers or the a sexual, uh, uh, renaissance. I want the liberals to just all have sex with each other. The liberals who took this seriously. The liberals have, have each other. always been having sex with each other explicitly and provocatively. Honestly, one thing, so speaking uh, candidly here, uh, when I'm looking on the dating apps, uh, like Hinge has the political affiliations that you can answer and it's recommended that you answer. Um, and sometimes people don't have it. I'm like... I would never fuck you. So, well, that's, that's, that's the thing. Is like, I have to... Or even the ones who say moderate and I'm like, Okay, you could be a moderate conservative, or you could be a moderate liberal, and you didn't you didn't specify. Let's be honest. If you're saying moderate, you're probably you're a, a conservative. conservative. Exactly. Which so, means you're a conservative, which means you're trash. Exactly. So then I look at the the hint, the the pictures, and I'm like, honestly, you're not cute enough to be a moderate. That I literally, I told Savannah, I was like, like, because we were scrolling through together, and I was like, um, he's not cute enough to be a moderate, and she was like, oh, okay. And so then I exited, like. You're you're gone. Like you're not cute enough to be a moderate. Like you're not cute enough to have poor political decisions. Exactly. If you were liberal, you were cute enough to you know see if we could match, kind of thing. But you're not cute enough for me to even attempt to match because I don't want to deal with your political ideas. Especially because people are always like, oh, you get more conservative as you're older. It's like as I'm getting older, I get more and more uh, neo liberal, progressive. Like let's fucking kill the patriarchy guillotines to the rich like <laughs> we're getting wild on some of my <laughs> instances here let's just see let's just imagine really quick what if jeff, jeff bezos. bezos was drawn and quartered 
And what if, what if, what if suddenly he was just asked to give all of his money away? No, no, no. I'm going to propose this question differently. Not asked. What if he was demanded to give all his money away or he would die? Would he do it or no? And if no, let he him... wouldn't because he's got all of his money in trust across the fucking world to hide from taxes. So he wouldn't, he'd be yeah. like, kill me. So there is all the money's hidden. Goodbye. But then where he can't use it. So he doesn't care. Off? Rich people don't fucking care. And that was one thing that I saw uh, the other day was, and I think I posted on my, my uh, Facebook was that like, um, uh, uh, dra- I mean, I'm just making examples here. Drag queen gets $10. Of tip, they then use that ten dollars of tip to to uh, go pay to a bartender, to pay out, get a wig, pay, pay the bartender. The bartender then uses the ten dollar tip to to go pay for their Uber ride home, and then that Uber driver then gets to pay ten dollars to this McDonald's employer, this restaurant employee, this this restaurant employee then gets to do that. So then that is just like fifty dollars of wealth that you have created within that ten dollars. Rich Whereas people. Whereas instead, Jeff Bezos puts it in an account like a fucking dragon and sleeps on top. He of it. takes one trillion dollars. And sleeps on top of that trillion of dollars and does nothing with it besides just keep it and let it just accumulate over time. Like, no. It just makes money for banks. Exactly. This entire thing is fucked up. Anyway. We need to talk about spooky stuff because we've gotten too far off. <laughs> so he was born in Trondelag, Norway, in Trondelag, I'm assuming. It's the O oh, with the, the line through it. What does that sound like? I think it makes it like an actual O noise. Tro. Tro? Trondelag? Trondelag. Trondelag, okay. Uh, Trondelag, Norway, in 1936, out of wedlock. Uh, Nesset was raised by his mother and remained uh, with her throughout his upbringing and adulthood, living at her childhood home. Uh, His father was absent from his life and never established contact with him. Uh, He was was educated as a registered nurse, and by 1977, he was hired as a head nurse at at a larger nursing home in Ordlock, uh, municipality uh, during the summer of summer and fall of 1981 a series of suspicious deaths were uncovered at the nursing home in or or orc doll sore trondelock where nesset was working as manager when questioned by police arnfin nesset initially confessed to the murders of 27 patients who claimed to have been killed by injecting them with uh, suck I tr- practices suxamethonium suxamethonium uh, chloride uh, a muscle relaxing drug he was charged with 25 counts of homicide but later retracted his confession and denied all the charges throughout the rest of his 5 month long trial so he was like yeah i killed 27 people with this drug you know no big deal and then all of a sudden he they were like so you did this and he was like wait no 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 Hold up. No, no. No, I didn't do that. No, no. <clears throat> so then he was convicted on March, uh, March in March of 1983 of poisoning 22 patients with suxamethonium chloride. Uh, he was also convicted of one count of attempted murder and acquitted on two other counts. Uh, Nesset ha- may have killed as many as 138 of his patients. 138. Fucking crazy. Uh, so he was in this... Wow. He was a nurse at this uh, nursing home, so I assume an older clientele. clientele. So he was just killing patients, and they were like, "Oh, well, they died." Like, 
Whoopsie. You know? Yeah. But this was also in the 70s and 80s. Like, I don't Girl, know. you that surprised. No, I mean, it's happening now. And I'm sure that's what I'm afraid to, like, look back on this podcast, like, let's say 20 years from now, and say, like, okay, these things, like, now we're researching things that just happened in 2020. That, like, were happening under our eye right now, uh, and we had no idea. And then, like, fucking serial killers and, like, all this shit. And I feel like we're going to be researching a lot of, like, grinder hookups that gone went wrong and people fucking died. Like, I'm from really... From this time. From yeah. this time. I'm really fucking scared about that. Um, I... Yeah. I guarantee it. Um, anyway, so he was sentenced to 21 years in prison, uh, and the which was the maximum term available in Norwegian law at the time, uh, to be followed by 10 years of preventative detention. However... Oh, I love a however. He was released after serving 12 years of his sentence for good behavior and 10 years of supervision. Uh, uh, he is now reported to be living in an undisclosed location under an assumed name. Uh, so basically, he got 12 years... And then 10 years of supervision for killing, for being confirmed to kill 22 people uh, with as many of 138 people in I mean, Norway. That's generally the Norwegian standard of rehabilitation of uh -huh. criminals, though. No, I understand that. And I I mean, we talk about this with the Canadian law, too, because you said the it's based on rehabilitation. rehabilitation. Exactly. But I would, Norway is the if that's something that you are 100% on board with is the gold standard. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because they, their prisons are even like more of like a sleepaway camp. Yeah. Than what we're used to. Yeah. <laughs> Pay profit prisons. Um, but maybe that's the help that he needed and maybe he got it. And, but still you killed 22 people uh, at least at the very, very least, 22, 22 people. people. Charged with 27, uh, actually given um, the sentence for tw 22 and as many as 138. Yeah. So, the chief prosecutor at his trial, Olaf Jackhelen, uh, described Nesset as an ambitious man who wanted to uh, to have complete control over life and death of his victims. You know who I heard that from when we talked about these in the past? Call back to season one. Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer and the Candyman. Everyone was always like they wanted complete control of his victims. Like, that's disgusting. So, that's part one. Ready to start to part two? Tell me about it, girl. So, we're going to switch over to the UK instead. We're going to talk about Dorothea Waddingham. Dorothea Ooh. Waddingham. <laughs> Do I know this one? Do you? Dorothea Waddington. Waddingham. Waddingham. Uh, perhaps. Let me see. Think about it. No, think it. keep going. I'm okay. Tell you. So, Dorothea Waddingham, uh, she was born as Dorothea Nancy Marilena Allen Chandler. Lord. Me too. Um, so, her parents, uh, were married a year after her having birth, so she was also born out of wedlock. Um, Waddingham being her father's surname. Uh, Dorothea was born on a farm near Nottingham in 1899. Uh, she had been referred to as Nurse Waddingham. However, she was never qualified as a nurse, and the only medical training she had received was a ward maid in an infer infirmary. Uh, infirmary, Lord. Uh, infomercial. Yeah. Uh, infirmary near Burton on Trent. 
I love whenever they're just like city on a body of water. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> that just cracks me up. Like this is where we are. <laughs> uh, so in 1925, under well, the name, it's na- very specific. It is. I mean, there, there's this city that's on this water. There's Burton, but there's also Burton, Burton on Trent. Trent. <laughs> so where where are you at in this area? Uh, I feel like English people like they're like we want to reuse our names, but they have to be different. Well, they did it in the United States, too, when it was York and New York or uh, anything else. Berlin, New Berlin. That's Germans, but... Hampshire and New Hampshire. New Hampshire, yeah. Vermont and Ver... New <laughs> New Vermont. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, in 1925, under the name of Dorothea Nancy Waddingham, she married Thomas uh, Willoughby Leach... Uh, he was twice her age and dying of cancer. Um, during their marriage, she served two prison sentences for fraud and theft. Uh, the couple had three children and Leach died in 1933, at which time Waddingham was seeing another man named Ronald Joseph Sullivan. Sullivan had fought in World War One and had been awarded the Military Medal for Gallantry and also served in Ireland after the war. So, Ireland. 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 Uh, so, although they never married, they had two children. So, she had two children there. Out of wedlock? Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Two this children, is the most disgraceful thing I've ever heard. Two children there and three children with the, the other guy. So. She got five kids. Now. She got five kids. Was it three children? Did I read that somewhere? I feel like I read that somewhere. Did I not? Oh, yeah. A couple had three children. I said that already. Um, So... <laughs> Whilst living with Sullivan. Whilst. 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 Whilst living with Sullivan. Whilst living with Sullivan. Uh, she began to take... Oh, can you, like, I can't in between British accent and not? No, because it's going to become Southern. Okay. We talked about this on the Let's I Talk know, About Gay I Stuff know, podcast uh, whenever I was a guest, just because... Uh, just, where they know. couldn't find absolutely anyone else. Anyone else. It was, they were just like, oh, Chris, Chris, Chris could be on the okay, podcast. Well, what I'm going to do here is you keep talking, and any word that I want to translate into British English, I can just, I'm just going to say it. I feel like you do that normally. Normally! Normally. <laughs> uh, anyways. Anyways! Uh, that wasn't even a British accent. Okay. Whatever. Okay. 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 Um, so while living with Sullivan, uh, she began to take an elderly and infirm patients infirm. and turned her home at uh, at this address uh, in Nottingham <laughs> into a nursing home. Nursing home. So Mrs. Blag, Blag! Uh, uh, an honorary secretary of the County Nursing Association, approved of Waddingham's work and arranged for Mrs. Bog Bogley. Uh, who was 89, and her daughter Ada, who had multiple sclerosis or creeping paralysis. They had multiple sclerosis back then? Yes. What's happening? Uh, mul- multiple sclerosis. Y- yes. Well, <laughs> yes. They had it, but I didn't know that they knew what it was called. Well, they called it creeping paralysis. That's why I put it in quotes. Uh, to become patients. Uh, so, I'm assuming 89 years old, the other w- w- girl is 
20 girl 20 ish woman is 20 ish years younger than her so we're looking at a 90 year old person and a 70 year old person essentially um so in february of 1935 another patient named mrs kemp died from an illness which required large doses dosages of morphine Plenty of morphine remained on the premises of Waddingham's nursing home. Remember, she's not a nurse. Uh, uh, Ada Bogley, which is the daughter, um, uh, had made a will leaving her estate of uh, 1,600 pounds uh, in trust for her mother after her death. 1,600 pounds in 1935. Let's find out. I didn't actually look that up. Sorry. 1,600 pounds. I'm not typing anything. 1600 pounds in 1935 what was a pound worth in 1935 the inflation was point point six three. Oh, oh 14 billion dollars you probably none of this none of this is working how do i do this with a your your google is gonna listen to me okay how many U.S. dollars was 1,600 pounds in 1935? Uh, this was not healthy. <sighs> and every pound was buying $5. Five times $1,600. That's not enough. It says 8,000. I don't think it's right. Uh, I think it's much more than that. Anyways. What's the year? Uh, ni- 1935. Mm, yeah. Oh, cumulative price change was 7. It says right here, 7,000. Okay, let's do that instead. 1,600 times 7,058. Uh, $11 million. $11 million? That's what it says. I don't know if that's true, but we'll figure that out. Anyways, um, so she was leaving her estate of 1,600 pounds in trust for her mother after her death, with the rest to be divided between two cousins, Lawrence Bagley and Fred Gilbert, after her mother died. Ada had been informed that it was likely she would precede her mother in death. So they were like, you have creeping paralysis, you'll die before your mom. Uh, however, this will was destroyed by Ada in May of 1935, and a new will was created that left the money to Dorothea Waddingham and Ronald Sullivan when Ada and her mother both died, which it was going to be compensated for uh, the nursing care for them. I don't think your nursing care cost $11 million. I don't actually know if that's the right pricing, but it was the middle of the Great Depression, and I could imagine that 1,600 pounds was... Uh, a hefty amount of money. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, so, an elderly Mrs. Bagley died the, w- the second week of May. Ada lasted through the spring of the summer of 1935, uh, spring and summer of 1935. Later, it was said that Waddingham was quite attentive to her at her very end. In September of 1935, Ada received a visit from an old family friend, Alice Briggs, who spent a afternoon cheering her up. Briggs told Waddingham that she would have Ada over for tea at her home in a couple of days. But on September 11th, the next day, Sullivan, Sullivan the 
husband of Waddingham, advised Dr. H.H. H. Mansfield that her that his patient, Ada, was in a coma. Uh, Mansfield came and found Ada was dead. Uh, at this, I'm sorry, as this was expected the, by the doctor, he was not suspicious. So um, after getting further details from Waddingham, he filled out a death certificate that Ada had died of car- cardiovascular degeneration. De- Ada had given her permission to be cremated, and if the cremation had gone through, it was possible, I'm sorry, it was probable that Waddingham could have not been proven guilty of Ada's death. But for the body to be cremated, they needed two doctors to sign the certificate, and this could only be done after the family of the deceased was notified. However, the will that was created, quote unquote, uh, requested that sh- that no none of her relatives be notified when she died. Uh, Waddingham said that there was no relatives, even though it was a lie. Unfortunately for Waddingham, the man in charge of cremations was Cyril Banks, uh, who was a medical officer for the health of in Nottingham. Uh, Banks had never thought highly of Waddingham's establishment as a so-called quote-unquote nursing home and knew that there was no actual state-registered nurse there on staff, as there should have been. So he was like, you ain't a fucking nurse. Why the fuck are you there? Why the fuck are you running a nursing home? What are you doing? What are you doing? You have all these drugs. What are you doing? Um, so he became suspicious at the note that Ada Bogley had authorized uh, cremation and ordered, ordered a postmortem after that. The postmortem found no traces of anything connected to Ada's physical condition, so the multiple sclerosis. There was nothing that caused that death, uh, and there was nothing that caused the immediate death. Uh, this led to an analysis of the organs of the deceased by W.W. W. Taylor, who was a senior assistant at the Nottingham uh, to the Nottingham analyst. He found considerable traces of morphine, over three grains. I don't know what that unit of measurement is, but I'm assuming a lot. Uh, in her brain, as much as a thing of wheat weighs. That's a lot. Uh, in her just fuck him up. Just give her some fucking morphine and fucking overdose. So in her stomach, liver, kidneys, and her heart. Suspicions were now raised about the death of Mrs. Bogley, the mother of Ada. Um, and an exhumation was ordered by the home office. Uh, so this was supervised by Roach Lynch, uh, who found the mother had also died of morphine poisoning. Surprise! Uh, This led to the arrest of Waddingham and Sullivan for the two murders. So then, Waddingham's trial started on the 4th of February of 1936 before Mr. Justice Goddard, his, or her barrister was Mr. Eels, 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 E-A-L-E-S, Eels, E-A-L-E-S, yes, Eels, Eels. Uh, with the prosecution by Norman Burkett, uh, which was apparently a rarity because Burkett normally handled criminal defenses. Uh, Burkett brought out much damaging testimony, including how Ada Bogley's last meal was heavy and rich for a woman in her condition. Waddingham's admi- uh, Waddingham admitted that she gave Ada pork, baked potatoes, kidney beans, and two portions of fruit pie. It was suggested as an effort to disguise the cause of death and showed a lack of concern for patients' welfare. So she gave her a lot of like loaded stuff that I guess someone with multiple sclerosis should not have. Um, so the result of that uh, was that Waddingham was convicted of using morphine to poison Mrs. Bogley and Ada Bogley. 
Um, this was a the purported motive being the murders was to gain the Bogley's estate. Uh, it was also revealed that Waddingham claimed that Dr. Mansfield gave her surplus morphine tablets to Ada Bogley, which the doctor denied. So uh, Waddingham was like, you gave me a bunch of morphine that I was supposed to give to this person, and I did. What did you want me to what, – what, what do you expect? Like, I gave her a bunch of morphine. What do you want me to do? Like, uh, let's just blame the doctor that gave me a bunch of morphine. Okay. Um, in trial, Sullivan, the husband, was discharged for insufficient evidence, although the so-called note from Ada Bogley re, uh, regarding cremation was written by him. So the forged note was written by him, but he got off. Uh, Waddingham was found guilty on February 27th, uh, despite recommendations of mercy due to her being a mother of several young children. Don't matter. She was hanged on April 16th of 1936. A hanging. <laughs> I didn't know that they did hangings before World War, between World War One and World War Two. Like, what the fuck? I sure did. Yeah. Having confessed the crime shortly before her execution. Her execution was carried out by Winston Green Prison, and her hangman was Thomas Pierre Point, assisted by his nephew Albert Pierre Point. Um, Porn? Point. Point. Oh. Um, Waddingham was a mother of five and was still breastfeeding her three month old baby at the time of her execution. 10,000 people gathered. Donated milk. Gathered outside the gallow to demonstrate against the execution, chanting, Stop the mother murder. Uh, protests were lured, le- lured. They were lured by the permanent. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, by the. Lured. They were lured. They were led by the prominent ab- abolitionist Violet Van Del Est. Van Der Est. Elst. Lord. Va- Violet Van Der Elst. Uh, I've never heard of her, so I'll have to look her up at some point. Um, the fiance of Ada Bogley, Mrs. Bogley's daughter, uh, committed suicide after her death. Uh, so when Ada died he killed himself um yeah so she was murdered she was hung in front of ten thousand people because she killed two people but then the guy in norway killed as many as 138 people and he served 12 years in prentice 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 he served 12 years in prentice prison yeah in the 90s that was in 70s the 70s yes she did it in the 30s yes when they thought that witches were still there yeah 80s sorry 80s early 80s yeah so witches that well they they had the witches in the 90s and early 2000s in texas (laughs) well yes but i'm not saying some people still believe that evangelicals in our country are fucking stupid arkansas well Yes. Our entire country's shit. Doing some stuff. My favorite fact is that Donald Trump calls other countries shitholes, and then other countries call America shitholes. It's like, our country is a shithole. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. Not wrong at all. Not one bit. Yeah. So that was my two medical serial killers there, just because I didn't get enough information from the first one, so I had to do two. So it's popping over doing a twofer. I could have done two, but I didn't because I'm not selfish. Uh, Okay. Well, I am selfish, and I like to hear myself talk, but I feel like Mm. I talked as much as you did. So, uh, roughly about roughly, yes, 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 yes. yes, Rive, rive is gay. No. No. 
Have yourself a oh, merry little Christmas. Have you ever thought about the idea of like, oh my god. What I'm going to say, and then a tangent off of that. Um, first of all, have you ever thought about just making Christmas songs like super sexual? Besides Santa Baby, because that's already kind of sexual. Um, No. But there was a tweet recently that I thought was hilarious, and they were like talking about, um, I saw mommy kiss. I hate Santa that song so much. Claus, and now my stomach is sick, <laughs> and they're going to bed, and it's all in my head. But she's touching his chest. Nah, uh, yeah, that's great. That's a good. That's a good segue. Uh, but also, there's also another tweet coming from the where I was just going from my segue. Um, is Santa baby. Uh, when men try to do covers of Santa Baby and try and make it sound not platonic, pl- make it sound platonic, it's like, no, 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 baby. Just go with the gay vibes there. Like, really just like make Santa gay, you be gay. Everyone just gets together, just buy me a ring, just marry me, just fuck me into the Christmas tree. Just give me your presents, daddy, you know? You know what I'm saying? Is that too heavy? Yeah. Um, should I go harder? I go softer. Softer? Just give me that Rudolph red nose. Um, <laughs> anyways, so yeah, Santa baby, but except it's a platonic relationship between two friends who have just had a drink at the man's house. Or no, no, that's that's not not Santa. That you're thinking of, uh, but it's is this let it's no, it's Santa baby. That, no, that's no, that's yeah, the one of the neither tree. Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. That one is definitely not platonic. Baby, it's cold outside. No, um, you need I to have... stay in here. I have drinks that I put stuff in, and I'm gonna fuck you. Listen, it's negative forty degrees outside. I don't think it's a, 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 it's not very smart for you to go outside. Why don't you sleep here? I, I'll sleep on the couch. You sleep in my bed. Um, and, uh, we can, we can watch the match game 76. Oh, is that what you got from that song? That's what I'm performing onto the song. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, um, I'm like, I really can't like, stay. It's really cold outside. I'm like, the roads are pretty fucking... slippery. Um, I don't recommend driving right now, but, uh, you should probably call your your family and let them know what's happening. My version of the song is definitely like, it's really cold outside. I'm like, put on your fucking coat. Uh, I really can't stay. Call an Uber. Like You took I don't, the subway here. I don't need... It's underground. It doesn't freeze. It doesn't freeze. You, also, at this where we're at, the, the metro's like two blocks that way. You're okay. I really can't stay. Okay, um... Please leave. leave. I'm trying to go to bed. Like I, I'm almost. I'm. Re- that's me. I'm. That's, th- that's me. I really can't stay. Okay, bye, bitch. Well, say what's in this drink? You don't have a drink. I didn't give you a drink. The drink is a bottle of water. You drink. You, you mix your own drink. So I if, saw you pull out a flask I from saw, your hat. So if you put, and who wears hats? I've been drinking water this entire night. So if you put drinks in your drink that was, or put alcohol in your drink, that was you. That's on you, boo. That's on you, girl. And if you need to stay here, I mean, you're drunk, so obviously you, you no, should. No, you can no, if you want. No. Sleep on the couch. No, no. Call an Uber. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> You've never lived in a snowy climate. Call an Uber. <laughs> You've never lived in a snowy climate. Walk home. sometimes you can't. Walk home. You'll die.
Walk out. <laughs> I, I would rather you die than me ever be accused of anything. Say your fault. It, honestly. Okay, but like, hold on. Hold up. Let's talk about this. We're going to break this open. Sorry. I'm not going to say I'd rather you die, but I'm not going to be accused of doing whatever. Who are you inviting over? You know. Marie. 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 Calendars. Calendars. Oh, my God. She's a good cook. Those uh, chicken pot pies. Slap. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Anna. Anna. Oop. Yeah. You gonna tell us about... Uh... I'm not, because I don't know. Okay, well, let me hold up. Hold up. Tell me about... Uh, let's talk about gay stuff. Well, let's talk about gay stuff is one of my favorite podcasts, because they will let you know. They will let the people know about this day in LGBTQ history. Mm-hmm. They will go through the trials, the tribulations, the ups, the downs... Uh, you would know. You've recently been on that show, haven't you? No, yes. Last week, I was on the Let's Talk About Gay Stuff podcast. You were talking about Ellen's favorite things for Christmas? I would not like to talk about Ellen right now. Uh, but I did talk about, uh, Australians, uh... Legally blonde. Yeah. First gay marriage. Oh, yes. Yes. And I really got to get into that one because I was in Australia just before this all happened. So it was really exciting and, uh, very, uh uplifting to talk about so uh i talked about that on less about gay stuff so you can always listen to me on that podcast and the most recent episode of let's talk about gay stuff at let's talk about gay stuff.com let's talk about gay stuff on facebook and instagram and talk gay stuff on twitter you can also send them an email at let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com Absolutely. We'd also like to thank our OG sponsor. Sponsor. Our sponsor, Economy Works. They are a <laughs> they are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with product work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Find at Economy Works. Uh, find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S dot com. Economy Works. Yeah. We work. Economy Works. Oh. Yeah. You're changing the, the ringtone? I haven't I done it? anything. I haven't done anything. Okay. Well, yeah. well uh, what? What? Yes. He's been feisty. <laughs> uh, all right the podcast is over everyone go home well we'd also like to uh shout out to our ruby podcast our ruby podcast is our awkward stepchild that they came... were like born from a witch yeah a somehow. witch like was like boil boil treble treble like, and they I were don't like i have time yeah. to sit over this Bleh. kettle and then suddenly a podcast came out of it. Uh, so that's what our Ruby podcast is. We talk about uh, all of the drag, all the things. Right now we are in a little bit of a hiatus because we just finished um, uh, 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 drag, uh, race. drag Race Holland. Uh, Netherlands. Yes. And then we popped on over to uh, the Dracula Halloween special. But and- girl... 
We about to the get busy. The storm is coming. We about to get busy. Honey, there's a big storm there's a, coming. There's a big storm coming. Because we've got Drag or Drag Race UK. We've got Drag Race Season 13. We've got Dragula Season four. 5? Four. Four. Coming up now. And, uh... And then we'll have uh, All Stars six after that. And then we'll Germany have and Italy and Australia and whatever and other drag. Oh, and Drag Earth UK season three is supposed to come out in the fall because they want to do it in the fall. And this, the reason why it's delayed is because of coronavirus. So they we're gonna have Drag Earth, two seasons of Drag Earth UK this this year. So, so we'll be busy. We'll be busy. We'll be bringing you all the things in drag and all the things that are necessary. So uh, check us out at rreviewpodcast.com. That's rreviewpodcast on Instagram, rreviewpodcast on Facebook. And send you us can an email. Just drop us an email at rreviewpodcast at gmail.com. At, at gmail.com. Uh, basically, it's just us two gays. Instead of yelling about spooky things, we're yelling about gay drag things and, and drag things. Mostly drag stuff, but also gay. But you came here for gay stuff, too. So. You're already on this podcast listening to gay stuff, so it's like... Ooh, ooh. So, welcome to the party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Baby. You, it, the whole party is just there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, do we shout at anyone else? We shout at everyone else, right? Yeah, we just tell them to... Get spooky with it? it?